everybody. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews. We are really happy today to be here to be talking about the Walt Disney uh, Corporation and their films from 2016. We're ranking them and uh, we have done already 2019, 2018, 2017. Now we're doing 2016 and it was a different time back when movies got released in theaters back when we could go to the theater <laughs> yeah yes. oh. so stanford thank you so much for coming and doing this oh I, thank you this was so fun yeah. i don't know about you but i think this was the hardest one yet oh absolutely this yeah. was very hard what a good year the walt disney studios yeah. had in 2016 yeah. i i overall really impressive year yeah i'm with you it made it really hard to mm -hmm. to uh because yeah well as, as as we'll get as we'll get into there's just there's a lot of variables and, and a lot of things particularly when there's just so many good movies yeah it was very very difficult i went back and forth back and forth on all of them uh we decided in creating our list we ended up with 15 films in the list uh there is they did produce and distribute uh a the the light between oceans movie but uh it's such a depressing movie and i just didn't feel like i could ask, yeah. ask stammer to watch that one uh and it's uh it, it was just a dis distributed uh i mean it's a pretty decent movie but it's very sad so it's yeah and you know and I, one of these times yeah i know right just just not not necessarily what we need in 2020 and i probably one of these times we'll just need to watch it because yeah it sounds like it's an excellent film i just uh yeah and it's, i never saw I, I never saw it yeah that was one of those that, that for me kind of slipped through the slipped through the cracks you know um i don't know how much of a, of a wide distribution it had or how long it was in theaters but. yeah i'd probably put it if I was ranking it, I'd probably put it uh, just underneath uh, the finest hours. Okay, um, you'll see where I have that. But but uh, it's 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 a kind of a mystery, but also tragedy, and uh, it's very well acted, and they have very good chemistry because they were a couple at the time. Alicia oh, Mike that's Kander, right. Yeah. Michael Fassbender. And Michael Fassbender, yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know. It is very very depressing uh movie about a woman who loses her baby and what you know kind of what happens and so we didn't include that but we have 15 other films that we are ranking this includes walt disney animation studios includes pixar marvel uh walt disney live action uh it has disney channel original movies lucasfilm and we also included a in a film from india that disney distributed which uh i had never heard of which was kind of fun to to look at uh, yeah that was fun because same yeah. thing i i hadn't heard of it either that was that yeah. was uh, really fun yeah it was called it's called dongol dongol uh, mm -hmm. and uh so we included that so we have 15 movies and uh i i still a, a little i back and forth back and forth because it's really hard when you do a ranking because i like things for different reasons and so which reason uh wins out the day uh, is is tough so or i dislike things for different reasons <laughs> yeah on. 
so what do you have at number 15? Well, this one was was not a difficult decision for me because I automatically just put it at the bottom. It's Alice Through the Looking Glass, yeah. uh, a sequel to the Alice in Wonderland live action reimagining that was directed by Tim Burton. This one was directed by James Bobin or Bobin, or I'm not sure mm-hmm. you the proper way to say say his name. Although I think, I believe that Tim Burton still was an executive producer uh, on it, and it followed kind of the, his same visual aesthetic but really for me it was just I like to call it computer throw up I mean it was just so mm-hmm. much CGI and the story was horrible and, and Johnny Depp was horrible I mean everything about it I just it, for me it was just pure torture pure torture <laughs> well I also have it at number 15 so we are in agreement there yeah. it it is just not only is it a form of torture as you say it's just stupid it is it's, a yeah, stupid good point it's just a <laughs> like, really stupid movie there there's nonsense that's part of alice in wonderland and i appreciate that and love that but it's not stupid uh here you're supposed to care and be invested in the fact that the why the red queen's head is so big is because they had an argument over tarts it's ridiculous mm-hmm. what? Yeah, it's, ridi- it's ridiculous i i mean uh, they couldn't come up with anything better than that and yeah you're supposed to be all invested in, oh what's gonna happen and and then there's like really weird things like the ants farm and then the vegetable people and it's not weird in the sense of oh look how eccentric look how charming look how it's just in like ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why are there vegetable people? I don't know. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> uh. I, I think the Sasha Baron Cohen is probably the best part of the movie. You know, that's yeah. I, 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 kind I, yes. of fun. Yeah, he is he's kind of fun. Kind of fun. Johnny Depp's I... Mad Hatter is the worst. In this. <laughs> <laughs> awful he expects alice Alice to go and risk everything everybody's happiness everybody's salvation everything to go on this quest for him which i didn't even feel like they were that close at the end of the original film she leaves and and (laughs) it's just like what yeah i'm with you it's it's really bad yeah it's really bad i saw it once in the theater and again i it's one of the, like one of those i was just squirming in my seat i just couldn't <laughs> i couldn't wait for it yeah. to end. and i hope yeah. i never have to sit through it again yeah i mean pretty much the the costumes are cool it has some nice visual effects uh but it's just terrible so i'm sorry i was gonna say i was just glad it didn't make money yeah, me too. I mean, I was because they would have continued down this path on the, you know, with this, with this series. What, what it did surprise me that the 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 Tim Burton one did as well as it did. I mean, I think it was a billion, well, you know, a billion uh-huh. dollar movie worldwide. And while I didn't hate the Tim that Tim Burton one, I just sure didn't love it, you know. And I was so surprised that it did so well. But this one, just yeah, terrible film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right. What did you think of the Tim Burton one? Just before we, oh, before we move Burton on. Oh, the Tim Burton one, I also don't like. I don't like, I, it's more of like a slog rather than being stupid. Yeah, but uh, they have too much of the Red Queen. She's very annoying in it. I don't like, uh, um, what's his name from Back to the Future? Crispin Glover. Crispin yeah, Glover. Like, Crispin Thank Glover you. was really skeevy and weird in it. And just the, it was just so boring. They made it really boring and just so unappealing and gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't fantastical. It wasn't fun at all. It was just like unpleasant and gray and really, I don't even think the color palette is nice. It's, yeah, that was again, you know, just kind of talking about, as I, you know, I call it the computer throw up, just the way that the CGI was done. Mm-hmm. It never, it, it wasn't pleasing. It, it, it just really, it's almost like my brain couldn't take it, mm-hmm. you know, and then therefore I, I just, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Uh, all right. So uh, what do you have next in your so, ranking? So um, I'm actually going to give you the, the two that I've got, mm-hmm. 13 and 14, are the two uh, Disney Channel original movies or the DCOMs yeah. uh, that we watched. Uh, at 14, I had Adventures in Babysitting, and then 13, I had The Swap. So I have the same, except for I have them swapped. (laughs) (laughs) So I I try to be a little bit of a defender for these DCOMs because I think people are are sometimes too tough on them. Uh, They're, they're, you know, they have a small budget and they're made for teens and and, uh, they're harmless most of the time. I do much, 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 much prefer the ones with music and choreography Mm -hmm. and that to me makes them way better. Uh, but I'm a sucker for a musical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the this it's it's too bad because the swap I love body swap movies and so I was actually kind of yes. hopeful about it. Yes. And it was disappointing because I, I I thought that they were both very unlikable and I yeah. know that teens can be very unlikable but <laughs> it's just like these I really don't like either of these twerps mm-hmm. they're really annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I so that's same. why it was lower to me uh, okay yeah um i had i had a similar you know i agree with you on the swap because i thought both of the teams were really, teams were really unlikable too and clearly you know both of the teens are going through some hard things i mean they're you know they're grieving really yeah. you know grieving a death and a loss of a relationship you know and kind of coming to grips with that and so I appreciate that they were trying, I thought it was an interesting way to try to present some hard things. And I know, I also know I am not the target audience. So that's, yeah. and, I, and, I, and, I, and I agree with you. I don't wish to be overly harsh on, on these films, even though I, I, you know, I didn't enjoy them. I, again, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not who they're made for. However, I did think, I also had problems with the script with the SWAT because I thought it was, they were like doing too much almost, mm-hmm. you know, there was just like too much going on. And, and I know that I, I did, I did kind of like how cell phones play a very important role, you know, in this film. And I did like how they were doing some of that on screen stuff with, with the mm-hmm. phones. I thought that that, that narratively, I thought it, it worked, but whew, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was rough. <laughs> yeah. Especially the the female character and her friends were just so oh, 
they yeah. were they were really awful and i didn't yeah. care about them and i thought they could have done more in sort of thinking about gender and you know you have a boy in a woman's and a young woman's body and you have yeah. a girl in a in a young man's body they could have done more with that i mean it's kind of just stuck to oh boys smell and right. girls don't smell i mean that's yeah. like, was kind of the that's the, just kind of where they yeah right. where they where they were going with that and <laughs> so nothing really interesting and and uh again i thought i thought the only thing that was really thought kind of nice for me and it was was just that they were trying to present some hard realities of yeah. life uh in, in, and I thought they were attempting to do it in an interesting way, but it sure didn't work for me. So instead of watching Swap, watch another movie from 2016. I was going to say. And watch your name. <laughs> your name. <laughs> well, and I mean, Rachel, I kept thinking about that because yeah. your, your name does this. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit different, you know, in, in, in the storyline, but it does it effectively, like incredibly mm -hmm. effectively. Yeah. And it Where, really explores gender and yeah. then... It yeah. goes to deeper places and uh, has off uh, has the beautiful music and and animation, obviously. Yeah. But the characters are so likable. Mitsua and Taki, you just love them. At least I do. Yeah. And no, you're great. rooting for them. You're yeah, you're rooting for them. Well, were these? You know, I never was really rooting for them. I mean, of course, I, I mean, I didn't want them to fail or you know get stuck mm -hmm. forever. You know, they're in this swap situation, but. It's like, oh, please learn your lessons and let's get this. Let's get this. <laughs> yeah. So, Adventures in Babysitting, I I do really like both of these leads. Uh, Sophia mm -hmm. Carson, I think is, I think she could be a big star. I think she's very charismatic. Yeah. And beautiful, and and I I just enjoy her. I like her in the Descendants movies. I think she's fun in those. And yeah. I think Sabrina Carpenter is also very likable, and she was on Girl Meets World which was such a good show and uh, i thought that that elevated it to me and it was harmless i thought you know the hijinks going around town and and uh i think i would have enjoyed it i think as a, a young child i would have liked it i've never seen the original yeah so. and the original which if i'm not mistaken rachel is 1987 i think that's what we were we saying that that's uh -huh. when we and I, I saw it in the theater. Uh, you know, if I, and if I didn't see it on theater, I saw it on home video, you know, shortly or whenever it came out. But I really think I saw it in the theater. Uh, and it's, I mean, in a lot of ways, this remake, I, I mean, it, it had things in common, like it was, a, you know, a female babysitter and kids, and they went to the city. <laughs> That's that, about it. <laughs> I think that the plot... I think that the plot is really different and it had been so long since I had seen it. You know, I was, I tried to rewatch it again, but it was interesting. You know, I, you know, I, I messaged you about this, but on Disney plus they've got it on the, you know, in their index, but, but it's not going to be on the surface until June of 2021. So I will, re I'll plan to rewatch it next summer. But, uh, so, but it, so I mean, it's not like I was like, Oh, they very, they made it so different from the original. That didn't necessarily upset me, although it just—I think that like the main babysitter who's in the in the original is played by Elizabeth Shue. Mm -hmm. She 
I think she like goes down, she's babysitting, but she takes the kids to go down to like help out, help out a friend. And then all these hijinks happen. Uh Uh, Rather than this kind of these warring babysitters, you know, that are kind of battling. I agree that they're they're very charismatic. The the actresses I thought were fine. But uh, yeah, again, not the target audience. And it was just like one of those, oh my goodness, can we just get this over with? Yeah, it's very silly. Very, very However, I did love, I did love though, and I I think it's just because I needed it. Everybody, everybody got a happy ending. Mm -hmm. Nobody lost in this movie at all. And that made me really happy because, you know, the world's rough right now. And isn't it nice (laughs) that you can see a happy ending once in a while? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But still, I I thought this, the slot barely was better for me that they were both not very good both of these movies were made in vancouver i yeah, or at least in saying. canada so they had a bunch of hallmark people <laughs> which yeah. was kind of fun in uh, uh in adventures in babysitting the parents those are both hallmark people that have been in a bunch of stuff and and uh so that was kind of fun and uh the mom uh gabrielle miller she is in my favorite hallmark christmas movie uh that i've ever seen uh called trading christmas which i I think anybody would like it it's really solid it's got tom cavanaugh faith ford uh in it uh about people switch houses and it's really fun and so i recommend it but anyway all right so now those those are like the bottom three i knew we'd agree on there and then i kind of have like my (laughs) middle grouping yeah i kind of have sort of four groupings okay that i was back and forth so that was the bottom grouping and then i have i basically i think five movies that are in my sort of middle grouping that i went back and forth on and so it'll be interesting to see yeah you. i think we'll probably yeah i remember there's gonna be some variation in, the, in these <laughs> yeah. two but again probably for multiple different reasons as we were yeah. saying you know just yeah so my next uh pick i have the bfg next in my pick okay as number 12 mm-hmm. okay yeah do you have that later i have the bfg at number 11 oh okay so we can talk so, about it here yeah so that'll be good so yeah so the bfg uh it definitely was disappointing uh oh, the yeah, trailer sure. made me really excited old school steven spielberg we're gonna get it kind of back I wasn't unlike most people i was not a fan of bridge of spies and so uh, i was kind of ready for a return to form i guess and for him to do a magical child you know picture for children and done one for quite a while yeah so that was really first exciting Dis- his first disney branded film too mm, true yeah and i like the little girl i think she was good I am not sold on Mark Rylance. Like, again, I didn't love Bridge of Spies. I mm-hmm. feel like he gives the same performance in every movie. And I don't, I don't really get why people love him. I don't understand why he won the Oscar. I thought his performance was fine. But do I think it was better than Sylvester Stallone fighting cancer and Creed? Are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And so I don't under, quite understand him as an actor, as so maybe that's problematic. But this movie was just dull. It was boring. There was, I mean, I I hadn't read the book in a in a while, 
but I don't remember the book being so boring. And it was just like them just kind of hanging out and and then fine <laughs> and kind of avoiding these other other giants. Yeah. And it looked nice and I liked the John Williams score. Yeah. But until they finally we kind of get the shenanigans with the queen then some things are happening but i just found the movie very dull yeah yeah i did too i i thought it was very uninteresting and i i and you know it was really just dis- a disappointment because yeah. i'm with you i was excited that spielberg was 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 directing a fantasy film and it's a rolled doll book and and uh and uh so much potential i thought mark rollins was fine but i mostly just felt I didn't. I didn't like the CGI very much in this film. I mean, it was okay, but I just. It just. It just. I just felt like everything was just kind of off, and and uh, much of it. I I I blame the script, but also I just. I just. It almost just like Steven Spielberg showed up and directed it for a couple of days, and then kind of passed it off to his team. You know what I mean, or something? Because <laughs> yeah. it just didn't feel like it had the magic that I was hoping it was, it was, it was going to have mm-hmm. big, big disappointment for sure. Yeah. It just, it didn't have hardly anything. It was just so. Yeah. Flat. Dull. I, yeah, I think it was, it was such really a dull. perfect way to say it. So yeah, I agree. So what do you have a 12? My number 12 was, uh, was Dongal or however you yeah. say it, the, 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 uh, the Indian film, which I, Again, I thought it was actually quite well made. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my problem with it, I uh, I get a little frustrated with with uh, sports movies or even really any movie that has. I mean, the poor when the when the lead character has just so many obstacles to overcome, <laughs> and there uh, and and then also given that Bollywood films tend to go what you know two hours and forty minutes plus, you know, mm-hmm. close to three hours plus. It was just like an extra 70, 80 minutes of overcoming obstacles that I was just like, okay, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready. I mean, I know that knew, knew what the outcome was going to be. Yeah. But, but uh, getting there was hard. Although, but still, it's, I thought it was a well-made film. You know, I thought it was well, well acted and well, and, and well directed for, for what it was. I think part of it is just it's just a victim of of the uh, the constraints of the that the film has to be two hours <laughs> and two hours mm-hmm. and two and a half hours plus you know yeah for me it's way too long I have it at eleven and yeah that is a, a Bollywood thing Bollywood yeah. films are long they're long, they're long. <laughs> and I've never this is how it rolls. I've never seen one that wasn't over two over two hours for sure, oh, and usually absolutely. much longer. Yeah, uh, usually they're much longer. Yeah. Yeah. So a part of that is it's it's is just that's their culture, and that's what. They, yeah, it's just it's do. just the nature of the of the, yeah. Yeah. Of how, of how they make films. I have it at eleven, and overall, I enjoyed it. I'd probably give it. It's kind of weird because and people will probably call me on this because i didn't go fresh on rogue one but i do have it higher than this that i would probably go fresh on but again i'm looking at it you have to judge a movie for what it's trying to be yeah and i think that for what this is trying to be a sports movie for bollywood fans then it succeeds 
at being what it's trying to be. Do Mm -hmm. I enjoy it? Not that much. I don't know. So it's a mixture. That's, that's the tricky thing about criticism. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I also felt like given that we are supposed to be rooting for her father so much for these girls father, he was a bit of a bully to me and he was it was a little bit hard for me and again that might be some cultural differences going on there but but that was hard it was a little bit hard for me to root for him when he was so mean yeah yeah i agree especially when he cut off their hair i was pretty mad at him about that yeah and uh so that that was also challenging uh, but it's definitely very triumphant at the end. And if I, I think they could make a movie, a remake of this movie, and it'd, it'd be pretty good. It'd be pretty. It's a very, it's a very compelling story. It is, you know. It, it, and and I thought that they did, you know, they, they, yeah, for what it was, it was, it was, it was, it was good in so many ways. But uh, yeah, that last forty minutes for me, I just. <laughs> very long. I just, you know, I was like, okay, you can do it. You can do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I what I put you through. No, you're so fine. It's not at all. And I don't mean to, you know, give that impression. It's just that um, it's like, okay, one more, hour, maybe two more montages, you know, musical montages. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. a few more matches of this stuff is where I just thought, wow, we could trim this and it would sure be, it would sure be a lot more compelling for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, if people are interested, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're interested in more Bollywood films, uh, my one of my fellow YouTubers, Jimmy Cage is his, his channel. Him and his friend uh, review Bollywood films, and they are so entertaining, their reviews. And uh, of course, I love Bali Bali and Bali Bali too. They are very long, but they are so crazy and so yeah. much fun. Uh, yeah. So I, that's where I first discovered them, and they they actually also reviewed Dongal on their oh cool okay uh, their channel over there. So uh, so definitely if uh, if you are uh, interested in, uh, I'll put a link down to their review if people are interested in learning more about their those films because uh, the it's it's a really fun scene of. Uh, filmmaking and definitely worth checking out well i you know bollywood is is fascinating and i and i'm just yeah. so happy to learn more and i think i mean good for disney for trying to make some films specifically for the indian yeah. market in that regard uh also we should i think we should say to rachel that and you know thanks to you it's on netflix you, mm-hmm. you know you you guided me over there so it's important to find well, it and that's so. what's fun about doing these kind of rankings is you get out of your comfort zone and even if they don't because you never know like what if it had been amazing and here you see absolutely uh, i love it yeah yeah and i love doing that and Being exposed to something new me too mm-hmm. i love it yeah so uh so there we go uh so what do you have at number 10 so number 10 and this is where to me this is just this this section was particularly hard yeah it's tricky Um, for 10 i put the finest hours Mm -hmm. and uh i thought actually the finest hours was quite a good film Mm -hmm. uh and i i I, you know anytime too where where disney is not and here i am i'm ripping on the decoms which isn't very nice of me but Anytime though Disney wants to put out kind of a mid-budget film mm-hmm. that uh, and, and like kind of the classic Disney film of my childhood, yeah, uh, 
I love it. I support it. And, and that's one of the things I really love about Disney Plus is yeah. that it, it's giving them a place. I know we've talked about this, but a place for, for the Walt Disney Studios to put out mid-budget films. Because since, since, since they won't really do that in theaters, and, you know, when we go back to theaters, I think they'll just be still probably back to their ways of the, of the past, you know, few years, whereas it has to be a tentpole film or they're not going to put it in theater. Um, yeah, because they just don't do as well. I mean, they just don't earn as much money. You know, I don't think that the finest hours was a big box office hit, but still, I thought it was solid. You know, Chris Pine is very good in it. I thought the, I thought that the drama was compelling and the the the, the uh, production was very good. So mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, but I also, I mean, I think part of it. This is just where it comes down to like personal preference. It's not so much it was a heavy drama, but this man versus nature stuff. Yeah, Sometimes I just get a little tired of it. Yeah. Again, personal preference. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a very well done film. The rescue is very well done. And you've got Chris Pine, Casey Affleck, Ben Foster, great yeah. actors, Eric Great Vana, actors. Really good cast. It's a true story based on true story. And uh, they got good use of that water tank. They got some Boy, really good. They, they got some stuff. serious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, those, that crew got seriously soaked in yeah. this, you know, <laughs> filming this. But it was very compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I actually also have that at number 10. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then at number nine, and this will probably make some people upset, but I have Rogue One at number nine. I know a lot of people, this is their favorite of the recent yeah, Star Wars movies. It is interesting that it is a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, not mine. It's no, not I, mine. <laughs> I, I, I have it a little higher, but we'll get you yeah. a little bit. But, but uh, yeah. The thing about this movie, I think it does look nice. I think it has nice moments. But especially going into it, I had read the prequel novel, Catalyst. And I had gotten pretty invested in the characters. And that novel does a very good job of uh of telling uh jenny so's story up to that point and her parents and uh so i came into it and i was really disappointed in this movie uh when it kind of was the beginning of the end for star wars <laughs> the yeah, for disney star wars, star wars for me because yeah. uh, i i was i was very let down by it i just didn't care about any of the characters and i thought that the story was so flat i mean yes uh we we uh have this situation with you know the how they get the plans for the death star okay uh but aside from k2so i did not care about any of these characters and i really didn't like the way that uh that star wars decided to make the force a superpower and you have uh, the blind character that can walk through taser fire and all he has to say is the i am the force the force is me and that's it that's all and he's he's protected and that's not the way he wasn't even a jedi that's not what the force is the mm-hmm. at least what i always thought it was and yeah. it just became really bland and really boring and yeah the vader scene is cool I like that and there's some fun parts and K2SO is fun but I I couldn't have told you a single character's name except for 
uh, except for Jin Erso and Saul Guerrero, because I yeah. had read the book and knew about, but the villain, I couldn't even tell you. I hated the CGI uh, Tarkin, and I, 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 you're supposed to feel all this emotion at the end, and I didn't. And there's this ridiculous scene where they're getting this file drive out of this tower, and I'm like, who designs anything that way? That was ridiculous. <laughs> and and the switch for the tower is way on the other side of the platform you're like what why would you design it that way it makes no sense and Sagarera I thought was a very poorly written character sometimes he seems heroic and then other times he's torturing people and what what does he like Jin at all I don't understand his character so I don't know I just I didn't care for it and I haven't had my mind changed. People are like, Oh, watch it again and again. And I'm like, every time I, <laughs> I changed my like, mind. No, not going to work. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, that's where I have it. Uh, what do you have at nine? So um, at number nine, I have Pete's dragon, oh. which was, I don't mean this as a slam to it because I thought that was a very well-made film uh-huh. and, and I appreciated that if, if at least Disney's going to continue on with these remakes that I despise, uh-huh. I'm so glad they went with some, they did something original with the story, you know, or different with the story. So uh-huh. it's still, still is about a, you know, a, a forlorn kid with, um, who's got a dragon protecting him that, but, uh, you know, I just, I really, I loved, I loved the setting. Uh, I thought the acting, I thought the acting was good. Uh, and the dragon looked great. Um, I just liked a lot more movies more. <laughs> it's really, it was just, a, I yeah. think that was just hard, you know, just because just these other movies just have a more, more repeatability and, and just, I just enjoyed mm-hmm. them more. Sure. Uh, and I have I think, it yeah. a lot higher, so we'll 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 talk. But but yeah, I mean, what David Lowry was able to do, it still blows my mind, because it, all these other directors, talented directors, have come in, and I, they haven't been able to have the kind of voice and control that he had with that movie. I just think it's so impressive, and I I want to say, how did you do it? How did you do it? Because it is such a, it's his voice. It's such an independent, authentic movie. And I, I just find it so impressive. And maybe it's just because people aren't very attached to the original. Right. I think it's the only one of these that I would say is outright better than the original, personally. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. You just don't have a lot of the awkward moments of the original. Like they're going to make i don't think that the original one is good at all you know i, th- I think it's, yeah. it's downright terrible um but with with an occasional with an occasional fun musical number but and i like the i like elliot i think elliot's fun you know there's rather the dragon's fun but yeah they're gonna turn him into a tonic though yeah and they sing like a whole song about it and then the the whole weird song where they're going to they have a bill of sale for pete what yeah. he's a human being <laughs> yeah it's just it's so it's, it's it's messed up uh but so i like i liked how they just better. completely went 
an absolutely different direction. Yeah. With the it. only and, thing I wish is if they, I think it would have been cool if they'd had, uh, they'd had candle in the water. Yeah, that would have been a nice touch because that's a beautiful song. I do love that song. Yeah. But, I like Brazzle Dazzle Bay too. That's which I think is fun. But, uh, <laughs> is Raz- is that in a Brazzle Dazzle isn't isn't is, is in Pete Strat, you know the Oh, original is that Pete the Stratton. tonic song, right? No. It's 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 uh Helen Reddy and Mickey Rooney are singing it as they're painting as they're painting oh, the lighthouse. Oh yeah. With the with 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 Elliot and uh I mean not with Elliot, with the little boy. Um it's it's a really fun song. I'll have to send you the link. And Cabaret cool. Choir sings it. If you, oh, if really? you can believe it. Yeah. It's in the it's in the chance in the repertory. Yeah, it's funny. really fun. Yeah, in fact it was just on the broadcast on Sunday morning. No way. I mean, you know, it was a re a repeat, but yeah. <laughs> so what do you I had have... a bunch of my choir from a bunch of my choir oh, friends yeah? sent me a message like it's Brazzle Dazzle Day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's sorry. Funny. No, I no, you're fine. You. Uh so what do you have at number eight? So believe it or not, I, I have the Jungle Book, um, which, uh, again, these are the two remakes, you know, in our list. Uh, and I can't even believe I'm saying it, but I thought that the Jungle Book was really entertaining. Uh, there's a couple of things I don't like about it. I don't like Christopher Walken interpreting, you know, the, the yeah. whole King Louie thing. Um, I can't stand his, the proportions that they made him. I think it all just looks so out of place and uh christopher walking kind of singing whatever that is you know just like <laughs> yeah he needs just to do more cowbell rather than any of this stuff you know <laughs> but um but i i thought that the jungle book was it was actually really really compelling and and a really cool use of cgi i thought that it's that cgi for me really worked i thought that the live action Mowgli was 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 he was a good little actor and was able to handle himself really well with a bunch of CGI, you know, that with with total CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I can't even believe I'm saying it. <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> I liked this movie. Yeah, just, and I, I just and I just found it just a little for me. It was just a little more entertaining than Pete's Dragon. It was a hard choice. So I also have Jungle Book at number eight. And it it was uh, it, it is very good film. Uh, I I like the fact that they make Mowgli a more dynamic character, and uh, I really like the ending with Mowgli with him uh, showing leadership and with the fire and everything. I think it's really that's really good. I certainly like it way better than the ending of the animated film, which I'm not a big fan of. Right. With, the, with the water girl yeah um and the third act is really good in this, yeah. in this in this film yeah and the animation was new it was something original so i appreciated that and i, I there's things like i agree, completely agree with you uh about uh louis i completely agree on that i think in general the songs just didn't quite work i appreciate the effort uh but i don't know it just didn't quite work but yeah still overall it's a pleasant movie i enjoy it it's i think it's pretty scary for like little little kids oh yeah i think so too i think i think it's a lot scarier than yeah than than your original animated one yeah yeah and i wish they used call more and it's not in it that much but uh but yeah there i have it at eight as well 
So what do you have at seven? So seven, I have the Queen of Cotway. Mm-hmm. Or his Queen of Cotway. Again, this is a tough one because I, I was so happy that, that, that just kind of a mid-budget movie that they released it theatrically. And I don't think it was a huge hit which is disappointing no it was a big flop but they didn't market yeah. it hardly at all but, but i say the marketing was bad and i don't know what i can't remember what weekend it opened but it was just like why did you open it this weekend too you know what i mean it's like a combination of it's like they set themselves up to fail and it and it deserved better uh i, I just think it's just a solid uh story and you know well acted just just a really good family drama you know, I mean, a family-friendly drama, I guess you should say. Um, yeah. Yes, I really enjoyed this film. I have it at number six in my ranking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that particularly when the house floods, uh, it, that is such a devastating moment. That all, after yeah. all that family has been through, I know. Then to I have know. their little, I mean, it's not much of a house to even have but it, it's what they have and it's flooded and it's just so just, uh, and, and it's, it's just, it's not a very tidy film. You know, things are not made perfect. Uh, there's, you know, challenges and it's I just, not very real to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when her mom has to, you know, she's almost considers becoming a mistress basically yeah, or in order to support her daughter so that yeah. she can, achieve her dreams it goes to some dark places that disney typically doesn't go and i mean her sister basically becoming a mistress uh yeah. and you deal with that and uh you know her playing chess and the acting is so good lupita Nyong'o, i think oh, got nominated so, for I it i know she's so good mm-hmm. uh wow david Ayoello is yeah really great as outstanding yeah uh, so I have at seven, I have Finding Dory. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very uh, pleasant. I liked finding out about Dory's uh, past, and I really enjoyed uh, her sort of story about uh, somebody with a disability uh, and her finding her way home. I thought it was sweet and moving i like hank the octopus i love the animation is beautiful uh, but i wouldn't say it's the most memorable film that i've ever seen uh and i i just it's a little bit i would say it's it's just a little bit forgettable when you think of the pixar canon but i really liked it i think it's very sweet and uh, i really liked the two whales i think they're uh, they're fun how are you Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so that's where i have it i would definitely watch it again i really enjoyed it but that's where i feel like it belongs is seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i have just a touch a tick higher but we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get okay. there yeah so what do you yeah. have at six um i have rogue one okay uh i you know i'm a huge star wars fan right but uh this this film had some some good moments. I know that the production was troubled, as is everything with you know these those Disney Star Wars movies. Um, what a mess! But yeah. um, but uh, there was, I think I, it had it had more potential. But I that final 
that final scene with Darth Vader is what, what bumped it up a couple of notches for me. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think that from everything I read that it was added late in the game with some of these reshoots and whatnot. But uh, wow, that was fun. You know, just, just, to, just to really bring it full circle. I, in talking with some other people about this, you know, when the, after the film had come out, and, you know, I mean, spoiler alert, basically, you know, everybody dies. Right, everybody loses has to lose their life in this, and you know I don't love that. I mean, I know that it kind of. I mean, that's just I know many people. Whatever the quote is, you know that that, that was the, really the genesis of the film. Uh, you know, lost their lives to bring us this information. You know, meaning the Death Star stuff. But it just, I I I, I wish it had, it had been better. I I don't hate it, but. Uh, I think it's one of those things. I just felt in a lot of ways it was a missed opportunity as in, you know, most mm -hmm. of the, you know, the Disney live action Star Wars films because it had a really cool cast. I thought they assembled a really interesting cast and, and, and they just did do a really good job. I didn't think of character development and uh, other than Jyn Erso, I think Jyn Erso is a really good character. Mm -hmm. uh, Cassian, I like too, but again, there's still not enough about yeah, I think he's getting a Disney Plus series, which I'm yeah. not against. Yeah, because because uh, his droid is in it too, right? The uh, what's his bucket? You you just said his name. K2SO. Thank you, K2SO. Is is who's awesome? Who's terrific? You know, so I think there's going to be a lot of potential with that. But anyway, yeah, I not I don't just love I don't just love Rogue One. I yeah, I mean like it, it, it is frankly amazing. It's it's watchable because of all when you hear about everything that happened uh that it, yeah. it tony Gil, gilroy and people like that coming in to, to come in you know, and save that. it yeah and so it is kind of incredible in that regard but i don't know it just it just feels like filler the movie and it it's not it's nothing i care about they didn't mm -hmm. make me care about the characters and uh especially saw Gerrera, i just thought was very yeah. poorly done yeah that was that was weird yeah. yeah so it's a bummer um so we're on we're on five yeah we're on number five five number five for me is dr strange i like this movie i feel like more than a lot of people uh i i i feel like yes it is a similar story to iron man but i i feel like I, it's executed well and i don't mind a trope filled story if it's done well a formula story if it's done well and i feel like he actually gets to kind of lower places than than uh tony does in that first iron man movie i mean he is in the 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 cave and everything but but he's pretty i mean he's begging at the at the doors you know for he's down to his last yeah you know hope and uh, so i feel like that makes it a little bit different um, you had the ancient one and a lot of people were critical of the casting of Tilda Swinton, but I just love her so much. Yeah. I just, I love Benedict in this role. I think uh, he's great as Dr. Strange. I think the movie can be pretty funny when it wants to be even things like his coat are funny. <laughs> yes. And the villain could be better, but I really like the ending with the, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, um, uh, I can think of his name. That they keep he keeps having to go up against over and over and over and over again. Oh yeah, 
yeah i can't think of yeah. his name i can't either but yeah but it i really was, like the end i like that too yes the repeat it's fun. Yeah. and so we'll see whatever's gonna happen with uh tutiful edge force character because that seems like a waste of that actor if uh, we're not gonna get more i mean i guess we're gonna get it in dr strange too but you know he finally change it he will he by the end of the movie he's become kind of a bad guy and uh so but we hardly we don't really get to see him that much in the movie so i guess we'll see him in this next one yeah but uh which i'm really excited about i mean it was oh yeah me uh, too ramey sam Uh, ramey directed it and yeah i just it, it's got all the good jujus going for it. I'm excited for it, too. And I've really enjoyed Doctor Strange in the Avengers movies. I think he's been very yeah, good. Yeah, he's been a terrific character. Yeah. I just wish that we could have gotten a movie with Tony Stark and Doctor and Stephen Strange. I think that could have been so fun, because I love those two together. Really cool, yeah. 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 What do you have at five? Um, I have Finding Dory at five, okay. uh, and Doctor Strange at four. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, close. Uh, I'm with you on Finding Dory. I think uh, for me, it was just, I mean, we got, we got to meet some new characters, but it was just, it was just fun to revisit this, this uh, animated world. Yeah. Uh, for me. I just, I, and I, I, I appreciated a lot the sensitivity that they, that they showed with, with Dory's character and with her parents. And, uh-huh. and, and I, I just felt, that I I just think often Pixar is at its best when it's trying to when it can successfully successfully do something like that you know um, that doesn't feel that just for me feels very authentic and uh, rather than forced or or um, manipulative or something mm-hmm. you know I just I just really I liked I, I liked how that and then just silly fun i just i just found it supremely entertaining so so nothing earth shattering it's not it's not gonna go on any of my best movies made by pixar animation studios by any means but uh still i thought it was a fun a fun romp with back into a back into a world which i enjoy watching i agree i really enjoyed it too uh, so for I have it number four. I have Pete's Dragon okay. at number four. I just yeah. think what he accomplished is really amazing. Yeah. Uh, I I just don't know how he did it, how he kept his voice so strong throughout the whole film. I just love the performances. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard is terrific. Really good. I love Robert, Robert Redford. Redford in it. I mean, come on, you yeah. know. <laughs> and I I I think it's just a. a you have these classic stories of childhood that are told of you know movies like the black stallion and old yeller and uh, these you know boy and his uh and his dog here you have the boy and his dragon and i think that this is right up there i mean i just love it i think it's so good i think oaks fegley as this little as as pete is excellent Uh, I think, you know, you've got Wes Bentley, Carl Urban, just this really great cast. cast. Solid cast. And it it has so much heart, so much message. I love when they're flying. 
uh, beautiful. I think he did a, this whole movie on a $60 million budget. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, how the whole did thing just seems it? like it's a miracle. How, how did, did he do it? How did he do it? I really yeah, want to, like, I wish it. he'd have a panel at D23 and I could, yeah. because how did he make it look so good on such a small budget? And I mean, I, I think it should have been nominated for visual effects. Yeah. And you've got Lindsey Sterling doing the music, beautiful uh, music. I, I, it's just such a beautiful, hope-filled, lovely movie. And yeah. I wish that all of the, I wish it had been a huge hit because that's the kind of remake that I want yeah. them to make. I want them to remake flawed films and make them yeah. better. and bring, Make them better rather mm -hmm. than Beauty and the Beast, you know, yeah. like, yeah. come on. There's, there's not enough room in Beauty and the Beast to do something new. It's too beloved. It's just, it's just a waste. I mean, they made a ton of money, so who am I to say? But, and this they didn't make a lot of money on. But I just loved it. It is kind of traumatic at the beginning. But again, I think that all sort of goes into the history of, of these kind of films for, for children. Yeah, exactly. Like your yeah. Black Stallion and your, and yeah. your Old Yeller. Yeah. So I totally love it. Agree. I have it at four. Uh, so, all right. Well, my, I think... my number four is Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I just thought Doctor Strange was just terrific. Uh, so much, so entertaining. Benedict Cumberbatch is terrific. I thought yeah. it had such a good script. I just, I like the character of Stephen Strange. You know, and I thought that I thought that this was this was a cool way to do this origin story for him, and. Rachel McAdams is terrific, you know. I mean, everybody's good in this movie, and I and I know that I'm with you. The, the Tilda Swinton, I understand the controversy, but I thought she was great in it. I thought, you know, uh, I just, I, I, I just, I love Doctor Strange. Terrific movie, yeah, yeah, uh, and and also visually stunning too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, kind of the opposite of CGI throw up, you know, it's just, it's, it's great. You know, I, I, everything, everything really worked mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if we have the same top three. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, we have the same three the movies. Top. Yeah, we clearly have the same three movies in the top three. So uh, we'll see what order we've got. It was them. very difficult for me. Hard. Yes. But uh, I have Civil, Captain America, Civil War at three. So do I. Okay, so we, I think we probably do have the same then. So I have, uh, yeah, and this is just really great. And I think it's only feels greater now that we've seen the whole, the whole phase play out. Mm -hmm. uh, and what I like about this movie is that you have this buildup of this, it just makes so much sense with Tony becoming more and more isolated and more and more unsure about his ability to make these choices when he starts out so cocky and then you have steve who is so willing to 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 do anything for the government and now he's gotten to the point because of shield and because of what has happened now he won't assign the accord and so you've seen this this growth of these characters throughout all these films come to this point where they uh they have this conflict and uh i think it's it's so good and i love uh, i mean the airport scene is so much fun uh but it also has that that philosophical underpinning which i think makes it so good 
I agree with you so much. Uh, I, I love this film. It, uh, I think all the Captain America films are really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and this was just, it just made perfect. It was just, you know, the, the, the I think one of the strengths of, of these Marvel Studios films uh, is, is, is the continuity that they actually have. They really just seem to have a plan. You know, yeah. Unlike the Star Wars movies, <laughs> but uh, that that uh, or if they do have a plan, they just execute it so much better, you know, than than what they've been able to do um, uh, across the way. But the uh, uh, just everything about this, and then with you, the airport scene is just a blast. I th- that's probably my I love Spider Man in it. You know, we talked a little, think a little bit about about that, but just just. The, the the real drama the conflict between between uh you know that's causing this this quote-unquote civil war between steve rogers and tony stark is is really interesting yeah really thought-provoking and and uh just really just really well made terrific the film. only part i don't like in this movie is sharon carter i don't like her <laughs> no get her out of there <laughs> But everything else I like. Everything else you like, okay. I, I like Black Panther. He's great in this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great Black Panther's great. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's a great pick. All right. Well, what do you have as your number two? Well, so this one was really hard. Um, I know. I, I have Moana at number two. Ooh. Uh, so, so I just wondering if this is where we maybe we differ. Yeah. Uh, well, so, yeah, I have Zootopia, too. Yeah. But I, I really love them both. They're yeah, pretty I love close them. to my I, Disney rankings. I, I love them both too. The uh, Zootopia just won out for me just because uh, uh, of the social relevance. Uh-huh. Uh, but Moana, I mean, you know, directed by Ron and John. This, you know, the songs collaborated with Lin Manuel Miranda, and just the animation is so stunning. I mean, I just I love both. It's I almost wanted to do a tie. Yeah, you know, and I and I also you know I can't. Can you even believe that that Walt Disney Animation Studios delivered both of these films in in the same year? Uh, nah, it it seems like another world. Yeah. compared to now. <laughs> yeah, they're so they they are they are both they're they're both they're both so good. But I just think for me the um, Zootopia, I just found it to be particularly poignant. I just can't believe that they were able to to deliver such an important it was the the social commentary on it was done so expertly I can't just can't believe they, that they that they pulled it off yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah and it's so funny it's so sweet we just recently recorded yeah. our talking Disney on it and it I think it holds up if not it's even better now than it once was uh and uh, you have sort of a commentary on the police you have a commentary on media you have a commentary on it's not just this uh prejudice dynamic Mm -hmm. but uh, a lot of other things going on Mm -hmm. with it yep and and yes but still so funny so witty uh yeah and and i think and a film that's i think really going to hold up well, even though it's very topical, uh, I still, yeah, I think I think that they really created a great film. And then you got Moana. I mean, 
talk about a ball fest. I mean, every time, every time, my my favorite scene in Moana, Rachel, is when, uh, I mean, it's hard to pick, but yeah, when Moana's about ready to give up, close near, you know, kind of near the end of Act Two, or you're right there at the plot point, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 her grandma shows up again. Oh yeah, uh, I mean that is so stunning and so heartfelt and so inspiring. I just. I mean, I could just watch that over and over. In fact, I'd probably watch it again after we, after we finish, <laughs> just to be just to be yeah. reminded, you know, just how gorgeous and meaningful that movie is. Yeah, I agree. I love Moana as a character. I love yeah, Alele Cavallo's performance. Her singing is so beautiful, and uh, I, I, I mean, for me, almost always songs beats out no songs. <laughs> I just I love musicals so much and also I I I do like the ending of Moana a little bit better than the ending of Zootopia because here you you have her melting the heart of Tefiti and uh and also getting uh uh, Maui back his hook and that's more interesting to me than villain reveal (laughs) yeah (laughs) which i'm just tired of and kind of bored of so bellwether and everything isn't doesn't i don't love that in zootopia i mean it's fine but it's not my favorite so if i had to pick i i would pick moana but they're both really great and they're both really different so yeah the fact we got both of them yeah (laughs) really incredible yeah and of course zootopia won the oscar so and I think how many conversations Utopia started in families, uh, and I think that's well, really exactly, good. which I think is really is really good. But then you know, and I mean, they're really they're both just brilliant films, and again, kudos to Disney mm-hmm. for making both of them, you know, in the yeah. same year. <laughs> Let alone, I mean, wow, just the whole thing amazes me. So if you're listening, let us know what your ranking would be, what your favorites from 2016 from Disney. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And Stanford, where can people find you? On Twitter, I'm at Stanford Clark, and I have a movie podcast and blog at moviespastandpresent.com. That's right. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Plus, we have lots of, of stuff going on at the Hallmarkies podcast right now. So make sure to check that out. We've got lots of interviews and really great content. And uh, so check that out. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll look forward to maybe in the new year doing 2015. It's been, it's been <laughs> yeah. fun to do this. So why it's not? Fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so take a listen to that and uh, and please like this video please subscribe to this channel we really appreciate that we also have our patron group which has a lot of fun perks including behind the scenes movie watch alongs which are a lot of fun with creators and other talent and it's only two dollars a month to join so please check that out and then we also have our merch store which has hashtag animation junkie shirts so please check that out and uh, thanks so much and we'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk again soon bye everyone thanks. bye <laughs>